1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: All right, welcome back to the Cook & Joe show. I said uh, Mike White is going to join me. Let's go right out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service providing... Trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. 50 years is a key number when I'm talking to Mike White of the Post-Gazette here. You had an interesting story this week, Mike, about uh, uh, UCLA went to Notre Dame. That would have been, what, January 19th of 74, 50 years ago. You were in grade school. You're a few years younger than me. I remember this like yesterday. Notre Dame was playing UCLA UCLA had won 88 games in a row. They had John Wooden on the bench, Bill Walton on the floor and it was a close game down to the end when a, a kid from Pittsburgh took over, didn't he? Go take it from here, Mike.
3: Well Ron, thanks. quite an honor to be back on the show with you. <laughs> so let me start off. Oh, with
2: I got to get the bull out of the way first, but go ahead. what an honor.
3: Um, no, I, I just thought it was a great time. And I know Dwight Clay, uh, somewhat I've known him for years cause he's officiated basketball, high school basketball around here. He doesn't do it much anymore. Only a couple games cause he's 70 years old, but, um, you know, uh, he, he, th- it was, uh, I think one of the most iconic shots and really one of the great, and I've seen stories on this, one of the greatest games in college basketball history, because, the 88 game winning streak Uh, and, and, you know, Notre Dame with a young digger Phelps and the way they won. And uh, his story goes, and Ron, you said, you remember it. You know, people have said, do you, do I remember it? I wrote a story on it uh, 50 years ago today. I remember it like, like you said, I was in sixth grade. I had a grade school basketball game at Butler Catholic hurried up home. I was a basketball nut even back then hurried up home. I remember going up into my bedroom when I shared with my three brothers and watched the second half on black-and-white TV with one of my brothers. And at that time, I did not know Dwight was from Pittsburgh. Um, But he hit a shot. Um, The ironic thing was, he was a pretty good player at Notre Dame. Ronnie's from Fifth Avenue High School in the City League. And he only made, I think, one other field goal in that game. And they came back from down 12, I believe, with about four minutes to go. Made a great comeback and he got open in the corner, hit a shot with 29 seconds to go, and it was a crazy finish. Uh, I remember, and I've, I've since watched it on YouTube, uh, UCLA had like three shots in the last 10 seconds, including the last one by Bill Walton with a turnaround off a rebound. And they missed them all. And that was when, you know, and Notre Dame students rushed the court, their fans, that was when people didn't rush the court. And that was kind of new and it's 50 years, and he has had Dwight still was in Pittsburgh. Um, he had a he, – he has a, a, this iconic photo from the South Bend Tribune of his shot with Bill Walton with his arms stretched out ready for the rebound. There was no rebound. And he had a photo signing ceremony of that photo last night. He had one in Notre Dame last week. And the kind of disappointing thing about it is Notre Dame isn't doing anything for that game or, or this team. Um, so Dwight kind of took it upon himself to do this and – uh, it was a really neat story to do so relive with him. And, you know, you, you remember it too, Ron? Do you oh, I it?
2: absolutely remember it. I, I mean, I just how unbelievable, I mean, the mighty UCLA was beaten after 88 games. And, you know, and I didn't realize Dwight Clay was a Pittsburgh kid at that time either. He grew up in the Hill District, right? Went to yep. Fifth Avenue. That's Sam Clancy's school too, right? Fifth Avenue. Yep. Um, yep. And hit that shot. And I think it is. I think it's one of the great moments in sports because of Bill Walton, and and more, even more so, because of John Wooden, and to have a Pittsburgh kid do it uh, 50 years ago, man, makes me feel a little older, though, Mike. I got to tell you, I imagine it makes I imagine it makes Dwight Clay feel a little older. He's doing okay still. I, what yet? Yeah, he's
3: living in Stanton Heights, correct? Living in Stanton Heights, his wife has some grandkids. Uh, matter of fact, any money he's raised, where for their education foundation with for the photo signing but yeah and he, and he officiated high school basketball around here for a long time he only does a couple games now Ron, because he's 70 years old i think doing any games is is a feat for him um but he uh, he worked uh, he got his degree from notre dame he, um you know he's um i think he's a great success story because the job that he held after notre dame he got cut by two nba teams yeah
2: i was going to ask um, you if he played in the nba
3: no, the Hawks and the Sixers cut him. He told me the other day he thought he was going to make the Hawks. They had Lou Hudson and some other greats, and then all of a sudden they cut him, and he got on with his life's work. Then, and um, um, you know, it's I think it's a really neat thing to relive this because of it's. It is a Pittsburgh guy, and I, I think because you know. He was the year, run. his senior year was with a great Shenley team in 1971 with Maurice Lucas and Ricky Coleman and Jeep Kelly, which is one of the great teams ever. And so they didn't win the City League, didn't get a chance to go to the state playoffs, but they had a really good team too. And I think Dwight kind of gets lost among maybe the, the, the greats from here, um, but that shot keeps him in WPIO and City League lore. I, I mean, Ron, he led Notre Dame in assists three years in a row. Uh, when he was there. And, uh, you know, I asked him back then, I thought it was interesting, who did you choose Notre Dame over? It just shows you what basketball was like back then around here. He chose him over Pitt and Duquesne. Um, those were the, the three finalists, and that says something about him. And um, um, it is. It, I, I don't know. I've gotten some text messages about that story, and I got some today even about it. And uh, it, I don't know. It's just really neat that a Pittsburgh guy – was involved in, you said it, I think, one of the greatest games. I, I saw a quote from Digger Phelps of an old story. He said, you know, the ucla Houston game with Lou Sindor and Alvin Hayes in the 60s is considered the greatest, and he thinks this rivals that. Because of that streak run, 88 games. I know. The John Wooden of all history. people. Bill, Yeah, one of the greatest greatest streaks in
2: sports history. And I a know. Pittsburgh
3: guy broke it.
2: The only only shot and maybe game I would say better, uh, different, but better is when Later. is when Leitner beat Kentucky yep. uh, in that NCAA game. That might have been the greatest game of all time for me. But I, you know, Clay shot. What what a what a great story. You you did fabulous job with it uh, in the post. Because then I'm talking to Mike White here uh, at the 50 minute mark on the fan. It's brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge, Route 19 in Peters Township, where they're celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. All right, Mike, you mentioned uh, Maurice Lucas and the Shenley team. I I said I was going to send you a note, and you've been doing this forever. Uh, Who you think is the best team to ever come out of western Pennsylvania? I'm kind of partial because I grew up in Beaver County to Midland. I know what you're going to say. The Midland team with Simi Hill, what was that, 65, I want to say?
3: 65, Um,
2: yeah. I would put that right there. Where would you rank that team, and who's number one for you?
3: Well, it's a tough question, obviously, Ron. You know, a, a lot of the greatest teams I didn't see, uh, I, I may have saw them on TV when I was a right. kid on Channel 13. Um, but back in with the With Bill Cardill and our
2: old oh, colleague
3: Marino oh, Parasenzo, yeah. right? That's right. And Bill Hillgrove uh, doing the play-by-play Bill Cardill. And then the halftime stats, they all go to, talk to Dr. Tony Brungo. But anyway. Um, I, I used to watch those as a kid, but the, you know the '60s and '70s were the heyday of WPL and city league basketball. Even even the '50s, and I think some of the greatest teams. I mean, you got a uh, real fast. Definitely the Midland team is up there, '65 with Simmy Hill and Van Leer. In fact, Simmy Hill just got inducted into WPL Hall of Fame posthumously. Um, the Uniontown team is underrated with '64. They had two NFL players, run, and they had an NBA player and Stu Lance. They were undefeated. The 66 Shenley team with Kenny Durrett, the 71 Shenley team with Lucas uh, and Ricky Coleman, who Dwight Clay said was still the best player he ever played against from Shenley. M- M- Maurice uh, Lucas, you said? No, he said Ricky Coleman. Okay, okay. Um, the 76 Fifth Avenue team. Um, I-, I actually think you the Shenley team for 2007 belongs in the conversation because of what they did and what they did after high school. I mean, Dewan Blair played in the NBA. David Kennedy had eh, a couple games in the NBA, a long career overseas, really good career at St. John's, and DeAndre Kane had a great heist, uh, college uh, year or two at Iowa State, was a, in a great uh, long career overseas. I think they belong there, but Ron, I still have trouble going against the '67 Ambridge team. Um, you know, they. Oh, no, the-
2: I watched the- that team play many times.
3: I watched, you know. I- I, I remember just very little about them. I was very young, but if you the one remember them from Channel Thirteen days, but you know they crushed everyone. They're undefeated. They they won the state championship game by like thirty, and they had three players go to Duke, North Carolina, and Purdue. Dick DeVengio to Duke, Dennis Weisick to North Carolina, and Frank Kaufman to Purdue. I mean, that's that alone says a lot. And I actually think. The great teams, uh, whether rightly or wrongly, are judged a lot of times not only by what they do as their high school, but what their players did after high school. And to play at those those three schools with those three players and to do what they did, um i still i think they still have to be i remember
2: one. them chuck devenzio was the coach dick's dad yep. that little left-handed point guard i remember them coming into the little bandbox uh gym at beaver falls all right mike i'm running out of time but i gotta ask you this one's even probably tougher to decide the best player basketball to ever come out of a high school in western pa uh, is
3: uh, uh...
2: Oh man! And I want, Minnesota. I want, the, I want the listeners to know, I'm not just setting you up here. I did give you a little advance notice.
3: I know, and I have a bunch of, but I can't, you know, everyone from Don Hennon, Don. I mean, the '58 All American team. He was with Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, and when he was at Pitt from Wimp and Kenny Durant. More Lucas was in the NBA for a long time, wow. averaged 20 points for an NBA championship team. Brad Davis. I think Jack Marin from Farrell was a, was an NBA All-Star. He deserves mention. Norm Van Leer, Danny Fortune, Armand Gilliam. Um, I, this is going to sound maybe crazy. I'm not saying he's the best. T.J. McConnell deserves to be in, in the conversation with one of the most successful players. I mean. He just started last night run, first game, second start this year, 20 points, 10 assists, long NBA career. What he has done, scored 1,000 points his senior year alone.
2: And he's making Mike uh, White money in the NBA too. That's
3: right. Hey, I'm a big T.J. Backer, but I don't know. I, see, I was let I, I me let, let me give you my I opinion. Like Lucas, Real Lucas and Billy Knight. I mean, Billy. See, Knight there's was another an one.
2: There's another one. You know, I I Don Henan is. You know, what was Bino's line? The two greatest uh, shot block shot makers, shot, shot makers in pit history. Uh, Jonas Salk and Don Henan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember him. He's before my time. I would probably vote for Maurice Lucas, and I I think that the 1970 Beaver Falls team beat Shenley in the playoffs. I, I went think to you're right. I went to all those games following Beaver Falls to the state title and they beat uh, that Maurice Lucas and Jeep Kelly team. I'd vote was for that him. With
3: Oscar Jackson was yep. that with Oscar Jackson.
2: Yep. Oscar Jackson, Kenny Wagner, Al Hamil, Danny yes. Kopka, Gary Goosby, and Hal McLean was the sixth man. Um I'd probably vote for Lucas. I mean, I he did things I I've never saw before.
3: Well, real quick, Ron, I, I think, again, rightly or wrongly, to be among the greatest, it's not even what you do in high school, but you've got to do it after high school, too. And that adds to your legacy. And he, he started two years at Marquette, averaged a double-double for two years at Marquette. But, Ron, Billy Knight, what he did at Pitt, he was an All-American. I know. I he averaged know. over 20 points a game in the NBA. was an NBA All-Star, played a long time in the NBA. It's tough to choose between those two. Mike White, I enjoyed the story on Dwight Clay. I would urge
2: anybody to go to postgazette.com and check it out. Fifty years ago today, one of the most iconic games in sports history, not just basketball, but in history. Mike, stay well. We'll talk again soon. Maybe I'll be kind enough to give you this honor to talk to me again at some point.
3: (laughs) Ron, I really enjoyed this. I did. It was fun to talk about this old stuff. All righty.
2: The great Mike White. Nobody covers high school sports. Like he does. Weather out there looks like the snow has stopped at least around here in Green Tree. Uh, 28 today, 12 tonight. Sun Chevy uh, 2024. The weather's brought to you by Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazers, Blazers, Equinoxes, and Silverados. That's SunChevy.com or at the showroom, Sun Chevy Route 19 in McMurray. Jeff Hathorn, who's never left the building from coming in here about five this morning, will join me next. Uh, In studio, it's Cook and Joe on Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours